As we battle a second wave of the COVID-19 crisis, Travel and Leisure India brings you some positive vibes as we imagine our future travel itineraries when it is safe to travel again. After all, planning a trip according to research can sometimes even bring greater joy than the trip itself. So, get set dreaming. As it pours incessantly outside my window here in Himachal, I can't help but hope that this random erratic rainfall washes our sorrows away. You know, wipes everything that has gone down, especially in the last couple of weeks. Like many, I've been flat horizontal on the bed. But like few, have been timing the visuals of the lightning to the sound of the boisterous thunder. It's been that deafening to have silence around me. Usually, I would drown this mayhem by cooking. But the fact that I can't get up from under the layers of a slightly toned pink floral quilt makes that an issue. So I resort to binge watching MasterChef Australia, the show that was a huge part of my growing up years. In times like these, you hold on to sources of comfort. A hot cup of ginger infused masala chai, some buttery popcorn in a basil colored bowl, music from the 80s that make your hip sensuously sway, spilling oodles of acrylic paint on the tiny canvas, flipping through pages of a tinkle comic, or re-watching something that makes you feel alive. Now, there is only season 8 available on the internet for me currently, so I deep dive into a visual gluttony trip, one episode at a time. I've cried, laughed, felt envious, obviously heard the grunts in my stomach, matched the rumbles of the weather outside way too many times. But most importantly, the urge to explore the remarkable country of Australia has stirred within me, especially the city of Melbourne. I put the 41st episode on pause just before Matt Preston is about to introduce the guest of the week and open the notes app on my phone. Melbourne reads the title of the lemon yellow page and what begins is the creation of another bucket list. I close my eyes and find myself standing right outside the general post office in Melbourne. The gorgeous building stands as a reminder of Victorian architecture and to be able to send a postcard from there would be a dream come true. I smile as my imagination sits on the mighty horse of wishes and gallops away through the streets of the Australian city. It crosses the tram. That is a sure shot hint of a solid European culture in Downview. In a way, Melbourne in my head photographs like Mumbai, a metropolis with tall skyscrapers but the old English influence still intact in many areas. When I'm there, I want to visit the Melbourne Star and take a ride on the giant ferris wheel to admire the city from above. Next would be a stroll in the botanical gardens with maybe a picnic lunch, complete with a checkered cloth, barbecued sausages and meat pies. And wouldn't it be nice if this happens in the month of December and gives me, a Christmas fanatic, a chance to celebrate the holiday the Australian way. Christmas in summer with Santa and surf shorts, laughing away on the beach is something I definitely want to experience. And that beach is not an ordinary one. It is Brighton, 
a coastal suburb in Melbourne. The extremely colourful, vibrant hut-like bathing boxes not only will make great photo ops for my Instagram photos, but damn, I'd want to sit on the sand, not facing the ocean for a change. I'm told by my friend in Canberra that Melbourne has a hidden artistic side to it that is worth being unearthed by taking a stroll down Flinders Lane. This narrow paradise is not only packed with great restaurants and enticing pubs, but its walls have graffiti all over. I'm thinking some whiskey on the rocks in my hand, some kingfish and chips on a plate in the other, and wearing the quirkiest clothes I own to finish the futuristic memory. After all, the city is right by the ocean and it would be a sin to not enjoy seafood when there. Though I call myself a pocket-friendly traveller, in every trip that I take, I splurge on at least one meal that is fit for the who's and who. A taste of luxury in between months of rampage to save every penny feels unbelievably nice. And one restaurant I would happily spend on would be a dinner experience by Heston Blumenthal. Or perhaps even head to Nobu for some Japanese flair. But in all honesty, I'd want to take an overnight train to Barossa Valley and go sip on some Shiraz with Maggie Beer, the Australian chef who lightens up any room. There is a lot more to Melbourne than this imaginative rendezvous. But for now, I must stop and come back to the chai and thunder. I press play and the guest chef on that episode turns out to be Heston. And that is my sign to keep writing that bucket list, to keep dreaming innocently and to keep believing that one day, that one day, it will all come together. That was a tale out of a futuristic memory from the city of Melbourne. I will see you next time with another story another dream. Until then, stay home, stay safe.